episode 132. Welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Hey everybody, I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio video artist, master storyteller, and international talent agent. Well, we're out in Austin, Texas today to feature some new release music from a man who loves playing festivals such as South by Southwest, Texas Crawfish. He loves songwriting, collaborating, recording, and performing, but mostly he loves shredding on that six string. It's time to strap up your seatbelts for John Patton. Have you heard the news? There is a brand new musical act out on the airwaves called Mercy. This is something that you have never heard before. It's spiritual. It's the truth unleashed. With scripture delivered by Christine Mercy, along with drums, guitars, pianos, violins, and vocals from singer-songwriter James Kevin O'Connor. Yes, a little bit of heaven on earth, and just in time. Behold, the brand new single from the forthcoming album, I Am Victorious. Yes, Jesus came, he saw, he taught, he preached, he healed, he suffered unimaginable torture, and not only defeated the evils of Satan, but he won the entire war for the entire world. And as he stated in the song, I'm going home, back to the throne, victorious, it's glorious. I've many rooms in my father's house for all of us. It's glorious. Learn to trust in his name. I Am Victorious, the new single, is out now and available on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby. Recorded just weeks ago on Music Row in Nashville, Tennessee. Download the single I Am Victorious right now on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby. And keep your eyes open for the full album release coming soon. Featuring Come, Bless You, Amen, I'm Afraid, It Is Finished, And yes, the title track, I Am Victorious, available right now. Go to iTunes, CD Baby, or Amazon and download your copy of I Am Victorious today. And keep your eyes and ears open for the new band, Mercy, coming to a venue near you soon. This message is sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. We're in Texas today, Austin, Texas, with John Patty. John, welcome to the Dharmic Evolution. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, so uh, you're a Southwest veteran, man. I was checking out your bio. You got some interesting things going on. You did some awesome shows. Tell us, start us w- with that uh, situation because um, it seems like you're you're really getting yourself out there, getting your music out there. So tell us about the festivals and and specifically um, South by Southwest. Yeah, um, so I've been I've been playing a few festivals down here in Texas. Uh, specifically, I played last year at South by Southwest. And- playing uh this year at south by southwest um the last year i was able to snag a couple of showcases down here and it it was it was a lot of fun i really enjoyed it um and unfortunately they weren't they weren't big showcases unfortunately but um i mean it was my first year ever like pursuing my music so um it was still fun to be able to get out there and get just being in that environment um right was was a lot of fun this year i've been able to get on uh, a couple bigger showcases and so um, I, I'm really excited for the shows coming up this year. Um, it should be packed uh, down. At, I'm playing at the Jackalope on the Tuesday of South by Southwest this year. The Jackalope? What is the Jackalope? It's uh, one of many bars on 6th Street. Down wow, here it sounds like an Alfred Hitchcock movie to me. The Jackalope. I like that, man. <laughs> oh, I could totally see that, yeah. You I know, see Austin that is. Up, uh, as like a trailer, like sometime this week like you see a trailer for the jackalope oh really cool cool yeah <laughs> i was um i was down there in austin i think uh i think it was last march almost a year ago yeah oh, awesome. and um okay. yeah really had a great time i love the city yeah. and uh i spent a lot of time in nashville but i really liked the oh. uh the austin vibe man it was very very cool tell us yeah. about the crawfish festival you played that also right yeah, yeah, I play that. That's over in Houston. Um, they have it every year around the same time as South by Southwest. Um, and it is, that was my first time actually ever going to it. And uh, tons of great food, tons of great bands and great people. Um, it's a lot of fun. Basically, it's just like one long street that they kind of block off and just set up a bunch of stages for. And um, I, I ended up playing in a bar uh for about a couple hours when I was playing there and just seeing the crowd go in and out and seeing like the kind of people that were there. It was a lot of fun. 
Yeah. I really enjoy that festival. Yeah, you know, that the energy at those things is something, isn't it? It's just like, how, oh, could yeah. you, how could you not get up for it? Even if you didn't have any sleep, I think the adrenaline would just kick, <laughs> yeah. kick in, you know? There's yeah. no choice, yeah. right? <laughs> and there's so, there's so much music. There's so much energy, like, in the crowd. It's, it's an, an amazing experience. Yeah. I, I want to ask you a little bit about your sound and, and your style. And, and we'll get into this as we get through the interview, but... Um, you had some really, really cool influences from Ed Sheeran and people like that. Want to tell us about how it started for you with music in general, how you got connected to the guitar and the people you listened to? Like, what was the what was the initial inspiration that grabbed you by the throat, pulled you in and said, I own you. I am music and I own you, John. How did it happen for you? That's, uh, that's a tough one. I, <laughs> just because I feel like it's, ingrained in me um it's i've always kind of had a yearning to play music to play to sing to play guitar um my first and true love is guitar i'm more of a guitarist than like a singer um i picked up the guitar first and i've just always always wanted to do that ever since i was uh young i just imagined myself as a guitarist and that's that's what really pursued my really uh really motivated me um right and my parents got me my first guitar back in like seventh grade for Christmas because I asked for one. Um, and I just slowly from there started learning songs, started learning songs I list, uh, on the radio, learning songs that I just listened to. Um, I listened to a lot of pop punk and metal back in the day. So right. I just taught myself some tracks. Um, and then from there, I just started joining bands. Uh, I, started, I started forming bands first off, just finding people around school that really enjoyed music. Um, and eventually what it came to was I realized that everyone that I found and everyone that I worked with, they didn't have the uh, motivation that I had or the drive that like I really wanted to make a career out of this while right. a lot of the people I worked with were more like, oh, let's just do this for fun. Right. It's um, just a hangout thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so eventually I came to that realization where I was just like, I should just pursue this on my own. Right. Um, and I should take this seriously on my own because – I really want to do this and make a career out of this. Yeah. Um, and that, I mean, that finally hit me like two years ago. Um, right. And that's when I really started pursuing my solo career and started writing, uh, started writing the kind of music that I really like, the singer-songwriter kind of stuff um, with Ed Sheeran. My motivation is Ed Sheeran, John Mayer, that kind of stuff. Um, right. But I mean, I'll always, I'll always be a guitarist at heart, <laughs> no matter what. Right. Um, as I write future music, I want guitar solos. That is that is like a big Good. part. Good, it's about time somebody paid some attention to that and said, hey, let's bring exactly. that back, you know? Because, I mean, that, exactly. you know, with all the guitar heroes in the 80s, all of a sudden, like the 90s, yeah. it, it dwindled, and then it got less and less. But, you know, yeah. I yeah. mean, uh, I'm, I'm a guitar player, and I talked to my son. He's an artist, too, and we were all, I was always saying to him, you know, it's like a guitar solo is, to me, is like really a song in a song. It's like oh, yeah. there's a beginning, yeah. a middle, and an end, and you should pay paint that picture and I wish more people would do it so let's listen to home and find out what John is all about here we go Dreaming of street lights that flicker and die Empty roads that lead nowhere And covered in cracks and dried leaves Scenes of an old weathered oak tree that Take you home 
Take you home. What a job on that. Great track, man. Tell us about that. Bring us into the studio on that one, John. What happened in there? <laughs> yeah, so for Home, Home was a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of fun to make for that EP. Um, I wouldn't say it's my favorite track. I have I have one more song on the on my EP that I like a little bit more than Home, but um, Home was a lot of fun to make because I just love, I absolutely love piano and I love strings. Um, I I initially was in the orchestra back in like sixth grade, so like many years back, and I played the cello and the bass. Oh, and nice! That, yeah, that gave me the real love for strings that I have. Um, so I love string instruments and I love piano, and so being able to write home was a lot of fun because I, no matter what, um, with all my records, I want to include a song that's just really orchestral and right. really uh, uses a lot of dynamics and uses a lot of uh, melody and a lot of sound, and that's that's what I really did with home. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, for the string part, I still had to use a synthesizer. Eventually, I'd like to get to the point where I can hire like a bunch of string players, like a quartet, and they can play uh, actual actual strings and be able to capture that sound a lot better. But right for now, it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a good track, really good track. Where do you do you record? Right in uh, right in Austin, or do you go yes. somewhere else? Yeah. Um, I, I write here in Austin. I do have a lot of collaborators that I work with, um, across, really across the world, uh, now because the internet is a crazy thing now <laughs> with, yeah. we can just communicate with everyone. Right. So I found, uh, song, songwriters across the world that I like to work with and really, um, talk to about songs, but I do record here in Austin for the time being. Um, although I am moving out to LA later this year. I'll be recording there uh, for future tracks to come out that I'm planning on recording. Great, great! Congratulations on the move. You excited about yeah. LA? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I I was able to. I went on a short two week tour um, in California, and I was in LA for a week over this past summer. Right. And um, it was just so much fun. I really enjoyed it. I I absolutely love LA. Absolutely, I love the. The weather is so much better there than Texas. But <laughs> I love LA. It's a crazy place, yeah. isn't it? But yeah, the first time I ever went, it was like that. Wow, you get off on the plane, and first the weather, and then the palm trees, and then you know you oh, go off to like yeah. you know it's, it's like Hollywood was just a just yeah. crazy. I was actually staying with, <laughs> I was staying up in Laurel Canyon with a couple of wild coked out producers, and I, you know I was very young, <laughs> and I was in the studio, and I had to had the car and everything. It was just. It was crazy. I didn't know they were into that, but um, you know, I found out. I found out after the fact. But uh, what oh, a wild yeah, place! Sure. LA is really, really something. Hey, tell us yeah. about how you put your music together, John. Like how, when you're writing, what's your process? I'm assuming always guitar is the go-to. <laughs> you are absolutely right in that right. respect. Like I said, I'm a guitarist at heart, and so um, naturally, I pick up the guitar and I just start playing with chords, finding a cool chord progression, and. Uh, 
I sometimes I start songs that way. Really, it's um, it's a really organic process. I kind of go go with the flow in that respect. Like a lot of times, um, I come up with lyrics first. I just think of a couple cool lines during the day that I write down on my phone real quick, and I'll come back to it later and realize, oh, hey, this sounds like there's a song in there. And so I kind of build it around that. Um, or other times I just think of a cool melody and I always keep like a, I have a recording app on my phone so right. that whenever, whenever I think of something real quick, I'll like record it on my phone yeah. and then I'll come back to it later. Um, so it's really organic, but I do always love getting the chord progression down first. That's just because I am a gar- guitarist at heart. Um, I'll sit down and whenever I get lyrics or anything, I just fit it to a chord progression that I like. Yeah. Um, and then from there, I'll typically lyrics and guitar first. And then from there, I'll kind of like build the arrangement around that and how I feel it should go. Right. Um, I don't know about, <laughs> I don't know about other people, but for my writing process, I have a lot going on in my head. Yeah. Like I, I, uh, hear a lot of music in my head. And so, I can hear like a, once I start singing, I can hear a drum beat, I can hear a bass line, I can hear a piano going along with it. And right. so the big difficulty is making that in real life. The big difficulty is getting it from out, out of my head into like real life and how I want it to sound. Right. So once you track, once you get something down, let's say you just put down a, a, an acoustic rhythm track or something, do you build it? Do you go and, uh, did you, do you pick up a bass and lay down a bass track? Do you, do you add another guitar or do you get together with other musicians and, and just vet it out that way? I mean, um, kind of both. Um, I do like, I love the input of other musicians just because I am in no way an expert on drums or bass. Right. Um, so I, I would love to talk to an actual drummer and like see what their opinion about what I have in mind. Um, but if I do have like a specific riff or a specific like drum line, I want, I'll right. tell them, um, like if I'm like, Hey, right here, like I want the bass to go or whatever. Um, and so that's, that's really how it's, it's like a mix of both. Cause I do appreciate the input of other musicians, but also, um, yeah, some, some parts I'm like, no, I want it like this. I want it. I want you to do this, but yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Kind of, it's kind of good that you allow that, you know, because it's like all of a sudden, you know, the 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 canvas opens up, you know, that whole landscape oh, yeah. opens up, and it's like, yeah. wow, I never even like, this never even occurred to me that uh, exactly this guy yeah. came up with this riff, and now I can build something on that. So it's pretty exactly. cool to have yeah. that. Hey, isn't it neat that um, I I have this idea that more and more great music is being created uh, because of the technology of having the phones to immediately yeah. capture like the ideas where before it's like, well, I, I was driving and I didn't, you know, I didn't, yeah, I didn't have yeah. this technology or maybe I don't have a notebook with me, but it's so immediate. Like, you know, everybody's been doing that. I mean, mine's like just ridiculous with filled up with years of stuff, you know, and you just oh, keep collecting yeah. it, but it's yeah. kind of cool. Like if you're in the middle of a song and you're stuck and you go, yeah, I just need something fresh or something I didn't think of. And you scroll through and you can find it, you know, like another oh, idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and that's what that's what I think is. I mean, I kind of miss the day and age that uh, songwriters wrote down lyrics because I always love like getting the when you bought like the deluxe version of an album and they give you like the prints of the actual song lyrics from the artist that like yeah. wrote it down. Yeah, um, that's. I mean, that's not the case nowadays because I right. mean I write all my stuff down and like I have a little Notepad app on my phone that syncs up to my computer. Um, and it's got, yeah, it's got like years of stuff, years of right. lyrics, like half written lyrics on there. So you never throw it away, man. You, you, no, you never yeah. know. I mean, I've done this before where I've had like a song I wrote and I said, you know, it, it's got a, really the verses, I love them, but the chorus is just not making it. And then you fuse another yeah. song into that that oh, works, yeah, you definitely. know, so that's cool. Hey, I think it's time to play another one. What do you say we play pieces? Here we go. Somewhere she's drawn. 
Check it out. That was awesome, man. So tell us about Pieces. How did you get motivated and inspired for that one? Yeah, Pieces is actually, um, that's probably one of my top songs that I've ever written, like ever in my in the course of my life, just because um, I wrote that song when I was going through like a really hard time going through, uh, I, I'm like, tech, I, I prescribed depression. I mean, um, I am technically depressed and uh and so that was when I wrote that song, that was when I was first coming to terms with it and coming like, uh, seeing a doctor and stuff. And, um, it was, it was a really rough time for me. It was a really hard time. And, um, I kind of wrote that song. Uh, I wrote it from the perspective of someone else. Like it was how I felt, right? but I wrote it from the perspective of, I wanted to help someone else. Um, okay. and it's, I, I specifically remember writing the second verse. I was laying down in the back of my parents' car because we were driving. Um, we just picked my brother up from someplace. This was only a couple of years ago, and I was just feeling so distraught. Like, I had no idea where my life was going. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's really what the core of the song is about. Um, didn't mean to get, like, super emotional later. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. I'm glad you're speaking about this because people need to hear this because, you know, what I see is, like, I, I see this gifted musician, so I, I got to say that the music is so therapeutic for what you were going through, no? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, writing, especially, like, some people can, I, I get the song kind of has, like, a uh, more mellow sound, like, a more, it's kind of like a sad, mellow sound. Right. But it, when I was writing it, it just really helped me out. Like just being able to put my feelings into, into a chord progression, into these lyrics that like just meant, meant so much to me. Even like, it's, it's so hard to describe like how, how therapeutic it is like being yeah. able to make that. So, so how old were you when you discovered you had this, you had the, um, you had the, like this depression thing going on? Yeah. Like- yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, only a couple of years ago, um, 
Yeah, like two years ago, because um, I mean, I'm I'm currently a student at the uh, University of Texas at Austin, um, and I'm pursuing a degree in chemical engineering. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk to you about that. That's really things. cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you had a couple I, things on your bio. I said, wait a minute, I have yeah. to stop and figure out how to pronounce this. Nitrogenous? Yeah. <laughs> Is it uh, like, yeah. wow, it's the first time I stumbled yeah. across that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I, I mean... Um, I, I really enjoy science. I love science. I mean, that's that's why I pursued this degree. But I realized I ended ended up doing an internship, and I realized I just hated, absolutely hated the the job. Right. And I could not see myself doing it for forty plus years. I yeah. Honestly, I thought like if this is my life, I may as well kill myself now. Like, right. um, so you found something that really you know you belonged in. Yeah. Besides exactly. music, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good that you have the two. I mean, tell me, you know, what was the, um, what was the solution for you as far as, you know, being depressed? Was it, did, did you have help, medical help or did music do it all? Like it was a combination, you know, how did you realize that, you know what, I need some help with this because I just feel too horrible, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely, definitely a combination. Um, definitely seeing someone helps, uh, having someone to talk to a third party to talk to really helped, but, uh, right. Uh, now that I am kind of now that my life has kind of taken this turn, I'm pursuing music more versus chemical engineering. Um, it's that has definitely helped, uh, and it like I'm still getting to the point where music will finally like solve that. Um, I mean, I feel like once I'm out of school and I'm solely pursuing music, I'll finally be at that point where I'm like truly happy. Um, right. But yeah, definitely music is a huge part of it. Um, being able to, (laughs) I honestly feel weird if I don't play, if I don't practice during a day, like if I, I'm not able to practice guitar or practice singing, I'm like, something feels off. Like, (laughs) well, listen, I'm glad you're sharing that because, and the reason, you know, I'm digging a little deeper is because I've had people on the show who kind of like, they're a little bit, you know, reticent to, to give up at such a personal story. But I got to tell you, man, I've had like people who are autistic, uh, people with MS and music is just such an amazing therapy for so oh, many yeah. things. And yeah, I, listen, I don't know anything about medicine, but uh, but I do know it, it creates results of uh, a more centered and happy, happier person. Yeah, no, I you know, agree. Just, just able to deal with, you know, the, the dysfunctionality of whatever you're going through at the time yeah. just seems easier with music, you know? And what I love about music in general is the fact that what I create and what I find therapeutic... Um, and this is kind of like my whole purpose with music is uh, I want to be able to share my feelings with others to help them out in their time of need. And like that's, right. that's really my whole purpose in like with creating music is I just want to be able to help other people out. And like if ever anyone gets to that low, like I've experienced some really low points. And if ever anyone gets to those low points, like I want to be there for them. I want to be that music that like helps them get through. Right. And and the fact that you're sharing that is great because um you know, you give hope to a lot of others who, you know, who never even considered picking up an instrument. And, you yeah. know, therein lies probably a very gifted soul that doesn't even know it. And, you know, just for the yeah. fact that you're saying yes. it says, hey, man, you know, just go go sit at a piano and see if it does anything for you. And in a lot yeah. of cases, it, it does. It <laughs> connects those, um, you know, those neurons, you know, or, or whatever, you know, those synapses start firing. So it's really, really cool. John is a little shy about his talent, but this just in. John was named one of the top five vocalists of the month by Singer Universe just this past November. Right back to the stories after this. Are you a singer-songwriter, artist, or author? Are you in need of a platform for your career? Well, the James O'Connor Agency is in the business of helping you broadcast your global career. If you are needing to expand your presence in a big way, such as having your music and your voice heard around the world, well, look no further. We have the platforms here to help you catapult your career like no one else can. Your artistry can be featured around the world on the FilmOn.com IPTV network. Here at the James O'Connor Agency, we can expand your global career by being a featured guest on Dharmic Evolution for singer-songwriters and everyone in the entertainment industry. Or the James O'Connor Show, designed for authors, speakers, and thought leaders. Both shows are international radio, TV shows, and podcasts. Go to the JamesO'ConnorAgency.com and find out what we can do for your global career right now. 
Hey, um, so so tell us about, you know, we're talking a little bit, I want to talk a little bit more about um, the studio and producers yeah. and do you self-produce? Do you have somebody that you go to who's a favorite? How do you, you know, put your music together once you get in and start, you know, start rolling tape or in the old days, it was roll tape. Yeah, 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 no, I got you. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's kind of an evolving process for my first CP, the one with pieces. Um, I produce it all myself. Um, to be fair, though, I had really no idea what I was doing at that point. But uh, right. I mean, it's I, I do really enjoy producing and it's something I will probably continue pursuing. And I'd love to like work with other other artists and try and produce them. Um, but not enough so that I don't want to be a producer. I just want to be like helping other artists. Uh, but my next CP, I did go and I worked with uh, Kevin Chin. Um, he is a he owns his own recording studio down here in Austin um, he's working with some really cool artists now, but, uh, I was the first person that he ever worked with as a producer and he, he did help me get the sound that, um, I was looking for, for the CP right. and for my, for my next, I'm planning on working with, uh, I haven't figured out who yet, but I do want to reach out to like a higher level producer for, uh, my next few singles. Um, and really try and find someone like within the industry that has years of experience uh, producing. Right. Um, I'd like to work with someone like that for my next few songs um, to really get, because I feel like they'll be able to really help me get the sound that uh, I feel like I really want. Yeah, it'll it'll do so much for your your growth too. I mean, yeah. it'll it'll just stimulate you in so many ways and bring ideas to you. And, you know, yeah, that's that's really great. So um, so what is the plan for like touring or playing out? Are you playing out at all? Do you play out solo or is it just band only, or do you do both? Yeah, um, I am actually just now getting to the point where I can uh, play with a full band. I've been playing solo for the past. Yeah, about a year and a half. I, I play open mics here in Austin. I typically play like two or three times a week. Um, That's down great. Here in man. Austin, I do open mics. Uh, and then I do try and book like bigger shows with selling tickets and stuff about once a month down here in Austin. Um, right. And I do reach out to other areas. Like I try and go out to Houston. I'm uh, trying to get, I'm currently booking, trying to book a gig in April for a festival in Dallas. So I do go out to other areas. Um, and, but like I said, I am just now, I just now got to the point where I found people that I really vibe with, I'm able to play with so that I can finally get that full live sound and right. be able to, one of, my biggest, one of my biggest frustrations is that um, live, I haven't been able to really play my full sound, play my full uh, tracks right. because I, I didn't have everyone. I didn't have a drummer. I didn't have a bassist. And so now I'm finally at that point where I can do that. Fun, huh? Yeah, oh, <laughs> looking it's, forward it's to so it. I'm sure. Fun. I'm really excited for. Uh, like I said, I'm a guitarist at heart. I'm really excited to be able to just jam out and do some guitar solos live. And yeah, excellent. I'm looking forward to that. So, so do you play? Uh, you play electric too? Oh yeah. yeah okay. I, I wasn't sure. I originally. Oh, I got you. Yeah. I, I find that funny that um, that's always a question that people. I just ask, assume, like, but I saw you playing acoustic, and and I yeah, know you've got yeah, you know more ro robust sound. And I just want to say too to everybody out there, you mentioned the open mics, and uh, you know for a singer songwriter, that's the yeah. equivalent of going to the gym, man. It's really yes. really so oh good gosh, for you yes. and for vetting out songs. If you're not doing that, man, you need to do that, and just uh, it's just the best way to just say. You know, let me let me chisel this thing into a, a fine Picasso, you know, before Absolutely. before I put yeah. it on, on vinyl or put it on, you know, CD or whatever, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's how I I originally for my last CP, 321, um, I had like 10, 12 songs that I was thinking of doing for the EP and I needed to nail it down to three. And so I went to open mics and just like tested them out and see right. like, hey, which one do you guys like? Yeah. Um, and then the three that are on the EP are the ones that everyone likes. Yeah, it teaches you so much and I was I was saying to somebody recently on here it's almost like you could go in with a blindfold on and you could just measure the energy. You can feel the energy. Like when they're responding, you know it, when they're not, you know that yeah. too. So it teaches yeah, you, you exactly, know, to go back. Yeah. Hey, let's you play um it. I got this one up here now, Stranded in the Ocean and this is your video Woo. also, so let's check this one out. I was once drifting through the fog 
really really killer man that was a good video i love that video stranded in the ocean and uh tell us what the story is on that one yeah that one um <laughs> so a lot of my music is kind of like dealing with my depression and dealing with my anxiety i mean that's just that's just a big source of my writing um and so that one specifically was about i was going through like a really rough time with my depression and one of my one of my really close friends just kind of I, I had always like been there for him and um, hit when he went through these rough situations um, and he just kind of left me, he left me hanging and um, yeah, I just kind of felt out there like right. just kind of, and that's the whole essence of the song. Yeah. You left me stranded in the ocean. Um, yeah. I just kind of felt out there. I just kind of felt lost. I didn't know what I was doing, where I was going in life in general. And I just woke up day to day like, really really unstable um and that was that's really what the song is about and once again that song was really therapeutic being able to write yeah and uh being able to put that together um and, and, and i it feels good and yeah. when you play it too i'm sure like it every oh, time you yeah. play it you yeah. know you get that feeling of wow i just centered myself and i feel better now you know yeah 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 and what what i love about it now is that like when i initially wrote it um i was writing it to be therapeutic but now when I play it, as I, over the ages, as I play it more and more, like I'm able to make it more musical, um, now that like it has helped me and like, I do feel better after writing it and, uh, getting through that. And now I can focus on the musicality of the song and be right. able to add like all that finger style stuff that I do. Cause I love, I, I love being able to, add, um, I love playing finger style and being able to add just quick riffs, like in between chords and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and so now I can focus more on that now that I feel like the therapeutic part of it is over. 
Yeah, we were just talking a little bit on the break uh, while you folks would listen to that great track. And uh, yeah, we're talking about fingerstyle guitars and uh, guitarists. And I, I, I was just saying to John that, hey, you know, you, you remind me of some of these guys, you know. But um, yeah, Michael Hedges was the guy who kind of started all that off. And it, if you get a chance, like one of my favorite, I think my favorite album of all time, and I'm a like a pop rock guy, grew up with The Who and Zeppelin you. and stuff, oh, okay. is oh. Aerial Boundaries by Michael Hedges. Right. And that thing is just, it just has been playing for like, 20 years you know and non-stop it's amazing <laughs> you know write that yeah. Down, yeah so he inspired like a generation of players and then you know tommy emmanuel is amazing and all those guys too so what do you think um what do you think for uh you going forward and doing something with this band like do you want to just you're going to do the the festivals again this year and then what do you think from there after you hit la what's going to happen there yeah um so i am now that I finally have a full band together, I'm planning on playing at least once a month in the Austin area with a full band. Um, right. I already got, I have my March show lined up. I have my April show in the works. Um, and I'm looking for my shows in May and June and et cetera. Um, until I move to LA, once I go to LA, my big plan is I have, I know some people out there that um, I initially, I'm going to spend the first few months really just getting acclimated to the whole scene. I mean, moving across the country and coming out of college like this is going to be like a huge life change for me. Right. Um, so, so what about the chemical engineering piece of your life? Are you going to pursue that as well at the same time? Or what absolutely do you think? not. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely no. Okay. Not. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, cause I, like I said, I, I did an internship and I realized I just hated it. Right. I absolutely. Right. So that's just not... going to set aside for maybe 20 years. And then it, it's, <laughs> at some much. point it's going to pop up again and go, Hey, oh, sure, yeah. I know what I can do. I can now add this into a song because by that time, God <laughs> knows what we're going to be doing. You know, oh, yeah. Songs. yeah. I mean, technology is moving crazy fast. I, you know, I it, no isn't it like exponentially every year? Yeah, like yeah. this, Oh yeah. this has gone so much faster. This, what took 10 years now takes two years. And, absolutely. And it's like, you, it's like you can't catch your breath almost, you know? Was it, uh, I saw a picture recently. It was like 10 years ago, like you had a Nintendo 64 like cartridge this big, and now you can hold like 200 of those in like a little stick this big. Right, it's right. It's just, yeah, it's it's crazy how fast technology is moving now. I had um, I had Amanda Shaw on this show from London. She's an awesome singer-songwriter, and she, she talked about a dictaphone. <laughs> and I said, a dictaphone? And that was like the first like recorder and i said when i was a little kid growing up my father brought it in it was the size of a, a suitcase and he put it on the table i said what the hell is that it's a dictaphone <laughs> yeah it records that's it it just like this huge <laughs> monstrosity of a thing you know it just records now your voice it's, yeah. yeah yeah it's really yeah, I funny mean, especially i was gonna say like especially recording technology like recording technology has exponentially grown over the last few years and that's why yeah it's so much easier to have a home studio to have like, to just go to your buddy's house and like record a full album and like bands are releasing music so much easier now. Right. Right. Um, yeah. Because of that. Yeah. Hey, you know, it's time to play another one. Cause I want to get this one in tied up in the sheets. We're going to play this one now. When sparks are igniting hearts and hope fuels the fire when all our passions found and spring has made it sound is this our connection or is it just me when we Struggle to breathe, we're tied up in these sheets. The closer we get, the more we can see. Is this a connection or is it just me?
Do we wear these masks on a field or love? Do we keep our hearts in our palms? Is it love? Is it love? I hope it is. Let's take the leap and go down this long and dusty road and see. Is it love? Is it love? I hope it is. Do we wear these masks out of fear or love? Do we keep our hearts in our palms? Is it love? Is it love? I hope it is. I hope it is. Tied up in the sheets. All right, man. We're talking about shredding on the break. And I, yeah, I didn't know, you know, the, the tracks we're playing here today do not, not reflect, or at least these versions of your electric capability. Yeah. So, uh, you know, next time we gather, I'd love to hear that. Tell us a little bit about that, that part of your arsenal, man, playing electric and, you know, yeah. really ripping it out. Yeah. So, like I said, I'm a guitarist at heart. Um, I initially, I'm a much... <laughs> See, the problem with playing um, by myself right now is I have to play acoustic to be able for it to sound good, but um, right. I'm an electric guitarist at heart. I, I shred, I, I sweep, I love playing, absolutely love instrumental bands. Like Some of my biggest bands I listen to are Polyphia, Animals as Leaders, um, and these are like some really like riffing like kind of music. Um, and I'm, I'm really inspired by also artists like Guthrie Groban, I absolutely love. Um, okay. his album right and yeah so my my lecture capability like i just love being able to emote on a guitar right because you can emote so much through singing and i love i love that as well like i love the therapeuticness of being able to sing but same thing with guitar and i feel in my in my case i feel more so with a guitar like i can emote so much more with a guitar than with uh with my voice um right so i love being I want to get to that point where I can have like eight minute jams on stage in yeah. front of a crowd of like 10,000. Um, and they're going along with it and like they're swinging and like, I'm be I'm just able to like emote myself on guitar. Like it's a great paintbrush, isn't it? Oh just, yeah. It yeah, really, absolutely. Really? And that's, that's, I'm really glad I picked up finger style because it's just adds a whole like other dimension to being able to, uh, yeah, it definitely suits something. you, man. Hey, um, listen, we're getting close to the end here, but I wanna I wanna ask you uh, before we go, what are you most excited about? Um, the, you know, the next coming year. We covered a lot of things about the LA move and the album and everything. So as you look out, I know you're really excited about saying goodbye to the chemical engineering, but yeah. but yeah. like your 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 wish list for coming up for the rest of this year, which we're just getting getting into. How does it look for you? Yeah, um, so I'm part of a songwriting program right now that um, I absolutely love, where I'm working with uh, a bunch of songwriters across the world, really, and um, writing a bunch of songs. And so my my plan is to write a crap ton of songs. And then uh, I really love that. Now, you down. heard it first, a crap ton of songs. This is a <laughs> Dharmic first, everybody. Write that down. <laughs> All right, yeah. Yeah, This is we're going to pioneer that phrase. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I'm gonna write craps on songs, and I really nail down like um, which one I feel I feel the most for, really, and um, I feel that I can I can make the best, and then that's when I'm gonna reach out to like a hopefully I mean not hopefully, but I will reach out to a well-known producer and um, really work and make that song great, and I hope to release. I don't know what that song is yet. Right. I, I know I'll feel it like once I write it, like I'll I'll be able to feel it. I'll be like, this is it. Yeah. But um I hope to release that song by the end of the year. Um so it's gonna it's gonna be a while till I release new music. Um 
I am also hoping to, I'm going to talk to a lot of people and I'm, my goal is to get a publishing deal by the end of the year. Um, cause I absolutely love songwriting and right. I want to, my eventual goal is to get to the point where I can write songs for others. Yeah. And, uh, so I want to, I want to get a publishing deal by the end of the year. And then that way next year I can move it into like a live show recording contract and, uh, get financing from a major label or something. Um, excellent. But yeah, that's, that's all my plan for this year. And I mean, because like I said, of the LA move, um, I'm going to, that's going to be a huge life change. So that's going to take up a lot of time, just kind of like getting acclimated and right. finding out. Um, I'm going to spend a lot of time in LA doing open mics and stuff like I uh-huh. do here. Yeah. Uh, and really get a feel for the scene. And uh, there, I know of some like networking organizations there that I want to go to. Um, Balance Breakfast, they're a great organization that's across the nation. Um, and so I. Yeah, I really want to spend the time getting acclimated there and getting to know people in LA. Um, and then next year is probably when I'm going to be making a lot of moves in the music scene. Right. Uh, Great. Because yeah, sounds like you got a plan and you got it laid out properly. So give us, as we're saying goodbye, your website here so people can connect with you, purchase yeah. your music, support you. Where do we go to find out about John Patty? Yeah, you can find out, uh, find all my stuff on my website, johnpattymusic.com dot com and that's spelled j-o-n-p-a-t-t-i-e music because no one can spell my name right on the first try well i so. like the, i like the john <laughs> with the j-o-n because it makes you unique and it's easier to exactly. find it. yeah awesome there is one other john i found and like whenever i do a google search for myself right. like one other there's john party uh-huh. he's like a country singer and he pops up all the time and i'm like ah oh. Still my son, John. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, John, this was awesome, man. Thank you so much for sharing your stories, your music, everything, and, and helping so many people out. But, you know, I love the fact that you brought up about how you deal with the depression thing. That's going to serve a lot of people. And your music rocks, I man. Want Just yeah. keep it going. And uh, thank you so much for being a part of the Dharmic Evolution. Of course. I, I really enjoy this interview. Thank you for having me. Do you ever wonder why you were created? And what you're here to do? Then the geography of the soul will help you to find your true place in this world. The music is so inspirational, including tracks such as I Want to Be Loved, State of Grace and Ride On. James Kevin O'Connor is an internationally acclaimed singer, songwriter, music producer entertainment agent, TV star, and a loving father who leads you to find your true place and calms your mind and soul in breathtaking ways. Buy Geography of the Soul today by James Kevin O'Connor at iTunes, CD Baby, Amazon, jameskevinoconnor.com, Geography of the Soul, a beautiful CD that you need to own today by James Kevin O'Connor. Sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. Home. Pieces. Stranded in the ocean and tied up in sheets. And yes, we have another future Dharmic star on the show today. And I am right now reminiscing back to my Austin, Texas visit just about one year ago this month. Yeah, I'm feeling it, baby. Time to go back. Hey, you can check out John on the Dharmic Evolution website now being downloaded and listened to in countries all around the world. And we're just beginning to crank things up because we've now launched our very own IPTV network that gives us a presence in all countries around the world. Go over to Crowd Radio TV and check out some of the Dharmic stars that are on that channel right now. We're part of the Film on TV family of channels that runs 24-7, 365 a year. It's Crowd Radio TV. And it's all happening via the James O'Connor Agency, an international talent agency designed to broadcast your global career. The agency website is up and running. No matter where you are in your career, we have packages to enhance and broadcast your global career today. Stop by and visit the site. Find out about all of the awesome packages we have developed to broadcast your career. Hey, do you need funding for your next album? 
Well, go to thejamesoconnoragency.com. Find out what we do for singer-songwriters, musical artists, as well as authors, speakers, and thought leaders. You can also visit dharmicevolution.com. Check out your show and blog profile right now. If you've been on the show, you are now on the site. John is now on the site, and people from around the world are logging in to see and hear all about John's music and his brand. That's it for me today. I'm your host for the Dharmic Evolution, James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio video artist, master storyteller, and international talent agent. So until the next time, when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you on TV. Ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery. If wishes were windows, I'd open one and find That freedom is really a simple state of mind So ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery Take a ride with me